0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the third and final Hubworld E3 predictions video. I'm your host, Matteo, and today I'm joined by...
1: Uh, Gino from the Hubworld.
2: Jules from the Hubworld.
0: And Riley. And today, unlike uh, our previous two prediction videos that we've done, we're not going to be focusing on a single company. Uh, we're going to be focusing on all third-party companies. The, the companies that don't have a stake in the hardware b- console business, uh, with the exception of Sony, we're not going to be talking about Sony because they are not going to be part of E3 this year. But yeah, so this is this is like companies like Ubisoft, Sega, Activision, Square Enix, Capcom, etc. Um, so um, just a reminder, uh, since this will be the last predictions video, we'll be focusing now on reaction videos. We will be doing live reactions for as many companies as we can possibly do. Uh, but for sure, we're probably going to do Microsoft, Nintendo, Square Enix, anything that's on the, the weekend, and Nintendo, basically. But uh, And then also, we'll be doing some breakdown videos and discussions about the shows that uh, and giving our commentary about them after we've taken some time to reflect on what was shown. And then eventually, we're going to return to our numbered podcast with episode 21, that's going to be a sort of like who wins E3 favorite announcements of the show type episode. So um with that please give us a like and subscribe. We're uh, we're putting a lot of effort into the E3 coverage this year. It would mean a lot if you guys could like and subscribe, share our videos and our Spotify with uh friends and family whoever. Uh it would mean a lot. So uh but enough about the uh the plugs and whatever. Let's kick things off with a third party. Does anyone have like does anyone want to start with a particular company or should I pick? Like what do you guys want to do?
1: No, I think we should uh, you know what? Uh since Sega kind of already announced some of their stuff in the previous like in a, like a few weeks ago they showed off the new Sonic game and that Crush 40 uh concert kind of thing. Yeah. Which, like, maybe <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really excited about that. Um but yeah, so I think uh we're definitely going to see some of that new Sonic game uh either somewhere along the lines cuz like the Sega little uh, Sonic anniversary thing that they showed was more just kind of like... I think a tease as to, like, hey, this is, this new thing is coming out. Get hyped. Uh, what was it? Sonic Flow or or Sonic
2: Rangers? No name. Yeah. There was no name. Okay. People
0: are calling it... Because, like, at the end of the yeah, trailer... Yeah, those
2: rune it, things kind of look things, like
0: Zap yeah, or whatever, right? And it could be Rangers, but there's nothing formally announced. But... Yeah. Um,
1: that was the rumor that it was going to be Sonic Rangers, or at least that's what like a lot of message boards and supposed inside. Yeah. I think was that saying. was true.
2: I thought that was data mined or something. Yeah, it was Sonic like data Rangers. mined
0: off of like the coding of like the YouTube video or something like that. And also, like there was another like there was a a leak months ago saying the next game was Sonic Rangers, and then seeing that in the in this data mine, it kind of is used. That's used as like more evidence. So, but still, I will just call it the next Sonic game until we get a formal announcement. But yeah, I, I definitely could see like that being shown. Maybe Sega's got something else up their sleeve, just in terms of Sonic. Because like, I, I think there's more Sonic games to be announced because they were supposed to announce stuff last year and they didn't. Plus there's stuff this year. Who knows? Maybe we get another Sonic Mania, like a Sonic spinoff game or something.
2: Really? You think there's more?
0: I think there could be more. Yeah to be honest yeah. with you. But the other thing that is at the back of my mind, just in terms of Sonic, is that Sega did say that they're going to be making more of these Sonic connects or whatever the heck they're called. So maybe there is nothing from Sega in terms of Sonic, yeah. because maybe they want to announce them in their own way. You know, Sega is a very big company. They have a lot of intellectual property. Like they own Atlas. Sega honestly has got a, a wealth of... Classic IP, because, like, you know, they used to be a console manufacturer. They've developed their own studios. There's a lot of dormant IP in Sega, like, with
2: Sega, like, uh, Nights. Do we call them dormant, or do we call them dead? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I would call them dead, personally. I don't think they're dormant. I don't think there's any chance of, like, 90% of Sega's IP coming back, personally.
0: I know, but these were all, these games were all, like or a lot of them were household names for the entirety of Sega's, like, time where they were making consoles, but, like, now, there's not much that's left, but, you know, there's still, like, I'm sure there's people that still want to see, like, Shinobi, or Knights, or things like... Billy Hatcher? I want Billy Hatcher.
2: I mean, I don't disagree with you that there's definitely some people who might want to see those things, but... Sonic itself, like Sonic is their their mascot, and even Sonic doesn't do well anymore. So I just can't see I can't see Sega being like, let's throw money into knights when knights not only has knights not been relevant in like 15 Hmm. years, but I'm sure Bale and Wonderworld (laughs) has hurt that IP. (laughs) I think anything I think releasing a Knights game now with the aesthetic it has, after the travesty that was Bale in Wonderworld. Yeah, I, don't I, think I I just use that as an example.
0: Anymore. I don't think there'll be a new Knights game, but like, one game I would yeah. want that Sega to make would be or not even a, a new game. Just port Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg. That's all I want. Uh, or, I want a new Sonic Racing game that's like Sonic at Sega All-Star Racing or Transformed. Team Sonic Racing is fine, but I think it was too much of a, a departure from the other two games
1: just drop the team from team sonic racing (laughs) and then you're fine
0: what about you guys anything from sega that you would particularly want to see or shall we move on
1: i would like to see a remaster or remake of sonic adventure sonic adventure 2 just give it some nice uh (laughs) quality of life stuff because those games haven't aged particularly well um they used to be like some of my favorite games ever until uh Mateo, actually, you replayed them, and I, I yeah. saw you struggling through that. And we had such fond memories of those games, right? And it's just, it's a real shame to see kind of, like, what's happened with them. It'd be, it'd be nice to get, a, like, a proper
0: remaster or rework. But the
3: question is, were they ever really good, or...? Oh, yeah.
0: I think at one point, they could have been considered good and groundbreaking. It's similar to Mario 64. Actually, yeah. not well, to especially... the same... Mario 64 hasn't aged well... In our recent playthroughs of it like we've all have this opinion but it hasn't I aged know. as badly as sonic has aged because like i think half of the, the reason why sonic adventure had aged is honestly it's the it's like the it's not the voice acting but it's the voice matching the characters club. mouths move and it's not synchronized and like
1: well that's just in the english audio because it's synchronized to the japanese
0: right yeah, I know, but like that that to me was like one of the main things I'm like it just take it takes you out of it. But yeah, I I like Sonic Adventure would be amazing to to be completely
2: remade from the ground up. I wouldn't be surprised if there's at least some hint at a future for Persona because Persona 5 did come out like the the vanilla original version of Persona 5 did come out in 2015, I want to say. Um so, Persona Six should be um, on the horizon, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little teaser or a little just like, "Hey, it's in development," sort of thing. As well as maybe all those rumors of Persona Five coming to either Switch or Xbox coming to mm-hmm. fruition would also be a nice little thing. But um, yeah, I think I think there could be some Atlas stuff, but not necessarily uh, no. Too much more Sonic stuff, other than maybe a full unveil. yeah, of that the was Sonic one Rangers prediction
0: game. that I actually had written down for our Nintendo discussion. I did say SMT five, and I think that got a release date. I think that' or, sorry, not a release date, a release year. I think that is supposed to come out this year, pending a delay. So I think yeah, for sure we'll get Shimagami Tensei Five at Nintendo's event. If that's it for Sega, does anyone have another company they want to go to, or should I just uh, go to the next one down on my list?
2: Sure. Go to the next one on your list.
0: So I have next year... here. Yeah, go for it. Actually, we got. I I figure we have two big ones to talk about. I might save those. So let's go to Activision next. Activision, obviously, there'll be another Call of Duty or and release date and all that. But like, what about Activision's other intellectual property? Like, do you think there's and like, do you think we'll get anything else from them? Like, uh, at another show or is there uh, something you would? Want to see from Activision.
2: Like, I don't think we're going to get much Blizzard stuff, if at any Blizz- Blizzard stuff, because I think Overwatch has already had their like own announcement.
0: Yeah, like BlizzCon was a few months ago, so.
2: Yeah, so I can't see much in terms of that, and it does seem like Activision is, like, as much as I want Spyro 4, and as much as Crash 4 had a lot of Easter eggs that may have hinted at Spyro 4, I genuinely believe that. Activision's moved on from Crash and Spyro. I think yeah. they're they're done.
0: Yeah, cuz didn't the Crash Band yeah. Crash Bandicoot team get like po- moved to another project or something like that recently? Uh there was like a big hub like a big commotion online about that. The team got moved over to do like Call of Duty maps or something like that. And people are not happy about it, but I honestly was under the impression that those games were like successful, obviously successful like critically and and with fans, but commercially as well, like I thought those games sold a lot, but you know Activision probably has like these insanely high standards for like what they deem to be a success, and they'd be like, they're willing to kill two two beloved uh, mascots from like two beloved characters and franchises like they don't care. Like come on, Activision.
2: That's the thing is Activision has always been very much money fueled. And the thing is, like, you're right, like Crash 4 and Insane Trilogy both did really well, but they did well for Crash. They didn't do well for like, like, that's the thing is if if Activision in their head, they're like, well, Toys for Bob can make a Crash game and sell 4 million copies. And yeah, sure, that's good. But if we put them on a Call of Duty game and they make 10 or they sell 10 million copies, that's better. Well look what happened with Tony Hawk, right? We might maybe get like something out of there because that
1: was that was a huge success for them. Maybe they'll do some like was it DLC or something, yeah. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I thought it did pretty well. A lot of people were ranting and raving.
2: Yeah, no, it did well. It was like I think it was like crash. I think it was like one of those ones that like it did well, but like it's not comparable to yes. like Call of Duty numbers. I feel like the thing is Activision, they should be aware of the fact that if they Put all their studios on Call of Duty, and there's way more Call of Duty games. There might be fatigue, but at the same time, if Call of Duty hasn't had fatigue by now, yeah, like maybe it never will. Maybe there's always going to be just a bunch of casuals who buy Call of Duty and thus destroy Tony Hawk and Crash Bandicoot and Spyro.
0: That's actually a good segue to what I'm going to say because I think I was going to transition to EA and like talking about how like casual audience for sports games and Call of Duty and stuff is so massive. That even if a quarter of that audience would drop off the face of the earth and stop buying games, they would still sell an insane insane amount of copies of each game.
1: Oh yeah, there's, there's no question about that.
0: They're having an EA play, I think it's in July at some time. So they're not officially part of E3 and they're going to have their own show then and they're going to show their own games. But they could also have stuff to debut in other people's conferences and EA has an insane amount of intellectual property that they can show and they have teased stuff before at the game awards and at other events what do you guys think like do you think ea first of all will have anything like do you think they'll show anything during the show like e3 itself
3: i thought it's already been confirmed that they're going to be showing off battlefield at e3 but it
0: could be sooner yeah could be mistaken but i think battlefield might be a little before but Yeah, but I'm sure it'll be there too.
3: I know Battlefield 4 is what most people consider to be the last good Battlefield. I think Battlefield 1 had his moments, but I definitely, it definitely, you could see the Call of Duty influences on Battlefield
1: 5. And if they keep sliding further into that, I don't think their fans would appreciate it all that much. You think we're going to see any. Like Star Wars stuff from them, like maybe a Fallen Order 2. I know they lost the, I know they lost the Star Wars license and stuff, right? But they lost exclusivity to the Star Wars license. They didn't necessarily lose the license.
0: Yeah, and they did say that they want to make Jedi Fallen Order, like or Fallen Order, whatever they're going to call it, its own series. And Respawn is such a talented mm-hmm. team. I still like i I stand by Respawn. They have never made a bad game in the history of the the company they've only had four games but titanfall titanfall 2 apex legends and jedi fallen order are all fantastic games i don't play apex legends anymore but like yeah it's really solid that is my preferred like battle royale game or whatever you want to call it but um yeah i can definitely see like once again like I don't think a lot of major games are going to be at E3. I think they're going to be at EA Play, but like we can still predict for EA Play because like it's still part of like the whole like summer games fest. I think we'll we'll see Jedi Fallen Order sequel for sure, just because it's been teased. I think it's it's about time. I do. Too. I won't come out this year. It'll probably come out next year, but yeah, like and you know they've released the enhancement uh, uh, patch for Jedi Fallen Order, and it actually runs really well. I tested it recently. That game is fantastic. And then also, I could even see EA, because they teased, uh, this is a big one, but they teased Mass Effect, right? The future of Mass Effect, at the Game Awards, I want to say it was? Yep. So, yep. that's, because, but the thing is, there's a new Dragon Age Bioware is making too, right?
3: That's going to be coming out before Mass Effect, I'm pretty sure they said. Yeah.
2: Most likely, the realistically, and the, like this is what Bioware always does, is like they might show Dragon Age, I don't think they'll show anything about Mass Effect i think that's on november 7th and seven day um drop that's usually how they function when it's early in development um so i i can't see there being more to the map like because that announcement trailer was like it's so so early like it's not i doubt they even have gameplay
0: i'm trying to just quick quickly think about other ea properties
2: sports games are going to get uh announced
0: my no oh, but yeah, just sure. quickly i know I'm, I'm a fan of the least popular ea sports franchise nhl nhl has not had a major like update in years in a way they're still at like the xbox 360 like late 360 level or xps3 level of like in their engine like their uh, men- menus and quality of life stuff They haven't taken the next step forward in NHL. I hope they do that because, like, it's kind of getting a little stale, but I'm still an idiot and buy the roster updates, basically.
3: You mean playing the same game for basically 10 years doesn't get stale (laughs) I'm just so attached
0: to the NHL players and the teams and stuff, and I just want to – like, I'm going to buy the next game because that's – like, the Seattle Kraken are going to be in it, so – like, I kind of have to now, but but anyways, I'm going to scratch EA off now, if no one else has anything to say. And uh, now to a, a company that I actually have a prediction for, uh, 2K. 2K is a very big company. They're probably the biggest company out of all of these that we're going to be mentioning today. Uh, but uh, I'm going to start it off with saying, I and, and I actually believe this, I've heard rumors elsewhere, but I, it's about time. It feels like the right time. Uh, and after playing through the entire series, I want to say it was two years ago, I'm actually excited for this to be a possibility now. Uh, but I think there will be a new Bioshock game shown off. I don't know where it would oh, be shown. Gosh,
1: please,
0: Hopefully uh, Microsoft, because then it could be on Game Pass maybe. But uh, uh, I, I fully expect there to be a Bioshock game. But with Bioshock, yeah. uh, I would definitely want it to go back to Rapture. Uh, I liked Bioshock Infinite. Uh, I I don't know where the community really stands with like how they like rank the Bioshock games, but I just found Bioshock Infinite didn't feel like a Bioshock game in a lot of ways to me. Like I played them in order. I did like I liked the the gameplay of Infinite, but just the, the setting and the mood, the atmosphere of that game just did not feel right for like yeah. So like I I would definitely want them to return back to the roots, the series roots in that regard.
1: Yeah, I I. I, I would definitely love to to either go to, like, Rapture or kind of, like, more of that.
2: Oh. I think that they should go to a different... Like, I honestly... I would be pissed if they went back to Ra- Rapture, personally. I think the story there has already been told, and I don't want them to touch it anymore. Especially
3: um, with Burial at Sea.
2: Yeah, and yeah. I feel like the other thing, too, is that what Infinite kind of establishes is this idea of a lot of v- variety within... The worlds. I feel like if they go back to Rapture, the problem is then Infinite will feel even more out of place. Yeah, and and so I actually like I agree that they should go back to its roots by by mixing action and horror elements, but I don't think it should be in Rapture. I don't think it should be in in an undersea setting. I think they need to find a new setting, but I do think they should bring back more of a psychological thriller slash horror context to the game. Um. Moonbase. That would be pretty cool.
3: I mean,
1: pretty anyway. that, though.
3: My, what yeah. I always thought is, given that, um, well, what was it, Bi- uh, Bioshock 1 and 2 follow that Art Deco kind of style of aesthetic, and Bi- uh, Infinite has steampunk. I, I was kind of thinking it would be cool if they did sort of either like a neon or like a, a neon cyberpunk sort of thing, that kind of setting.
0: All I care about, really, like, even if they don't go back to Rapture, I just want there to be a the environment that you play in to be kind of dark and ominous but still be bright
2: i mean columbia West i know but like dark i'm talking like
0: physically like in a different way i I, I get that but i just want like the actual environment to be like that too because that that's another layer that they can add onto the psychological uh thriller and and part of the game i i just i feel like that adds so much to the experience just the the environment
3: I'd agree with that. Some people would argue that Rapture is the start of the show of BioShock.
0: Yeah, and even and like, actually, I didn't even think about the moon. You yeah. no space is very dark.
2: Isn't there um, also a System Shock remake mm. somewhere in development?
0: System Shock remake and a sequel, both
3: of them. Mm. Yeah. So they those are already those already kind of dealt with. You know,
0: space station sort of um, setting. Jules, yeah. did you want to actually talk about the rumor yeah. that you mess you told me about earlier today?
2: Oh uh, sure, I yep, absolutely. So there's also a rumor, yeah, there's a rumor that um that the uh, the team that makes XCOM is making um a game that plays like XCOM, but it's a Marvel game. Um, so it'd be like a Marvel tactical RPG. Um, now I don't know what that would look like, but I like the uh, the sounds of it, and um, it's a rumor I read, and not really yeah. a prediction since we didn't come we up with expect. it, but. Yeah, something that could be cool.
0: I appreciate the XCOM series. It's just something I would never like it's not like my cup of tea. I like tactical RPGs. It's just like XCOM for me it's more of like a uh, I don't know, it's just the setting of the game, like the 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 vibe. Like I I would prefer like and I like I like tactical RPGs like Fire Emblem and, and stuff. Like it's just now if you put like superheroes in that it's just more appealing to me. I'd be 100% down for that and that would probably be the best Marvel game that could be sh- uh, shown at E three. Honestly, like a new GTA game is yeah, I was also desperately been, needed at
1: uh, this point. Uh, GTA five came out at the end of was it the end of three
0: sixty? Yeah, yeah. Beginning of like three sixty
1: PS three. Beginning of uh, Xbox one PS four, and they've kind of like ridden it hard and like. Even though I don't play GTA Online, and I know that's kind of like the next extension of it, but we need a new numbered installment of uh, GTA. I would like to see us go back to Vice City. Personally. Yeah, that was
3: been that's been the prevailing rumor was a Vice City based one, which I would very yeah. much like because Vice City is still to this day my favorite GTA.
2: Can we hold off on GTA? Yeah. Can it come out in a few years so that it doesn't take Game of the Year away from from yeah, Zelda? I and like... I don't see.
0: I I honestly. Uh, I mean, I don't mind. If, uh, I can't GTA see. But Zelda, but... GTA or like whatever Rockstar's next game, I can't see it coming out this year. I can't see it coming out next year, honestly. Like, oh, absolutely not. It, yeah, it's not coming out. And now, yeah, so and now I, I would not nice. worry about having it like compete with Zelda because I I don't think it would, it would even it, there's no way it that the timeline just doesn't doesn't seem to work with that game right now. Like in the next few years, yeah, like it, it's Rockstar's like a one game-per-generation type studio now, which is really weird.
2: Well, look at the, the it, PS2
0: and Xbox era. Like, they put a lot... Of, there was a lot of games they put out that generation. Even the next generation, like, it's just been progressively less than less.
3: They put out three games during the 360 era.
1: But the releases have gotten, like,
0: bigger and more more grand, right? Red Dead 2 had, like, one of the biggest launches of any any game, mm-hmm. and so did GTA Five. so... I mean, it's they've deserved that, the right, and, like, people will wait for their games. Uh, I think now we should go, if no one else has anything to add to 2K, we should go tick off now one of the big, the big or what I foresee to be one of the big uh, third parties, and that is Square Enix.
2: So I'm going to interject right now, as we go into the segue, and I'm going to say right away, we're not talking about Avengers <laughs> game. <laughs> I know that. I know that there was. I know through your segue, you were going to segue this into. Oh, Avengers is so bad, and I agree. Avengers bad. <laughs> we're not focusing on that. What we are focusing on, are which is World? a good segue. What, no, <laughs> what we are going to focus on, which is a good segue, is that the Deus Ex team has had I don't know if it's been officially announced or rumored or reported or whatever but for a few years now we've known that they're making a Guardians of the Galaxy game and I want to see that game this year
0: like a, like a third person uh, like action adventure type game
2: we know nothing about this Guardians game that was rumored um, at
0: the ra- oh, I don't I have to talk about Avengers Jules I'm sorry but that was rumored around the same time Avengers was initially rumored right because I remember I remember like I I have some memory where I can like associate those two games together at some point. I cu- I could be wrong.
2: So it was reported um around the time when um Crystal Dynamics it was announced that they were making Avengers and it was announced that Marvel had signed a deal to make multiple um Marvel games with mm-hmm. Square. Um one of the things that came out very quickly was that there was a Guardians of the Galaxy game in development. Um, and I'm trying to remember the name of the team.
0: Eidos? that does
2: Deus Ex Ion Storm. I think it could be. I think it's Ido's Montreal or something like that. Yes, Ido's Mont. Yes, that's the one. Ido's Montreal. Um, yes, that's the one. Ido's Montreal. Um, so, and now it's like those rumors are getting heavy again that that game mm-hmm. might get get shown this year. Um, so I would be very excited to see a Guardians of the Galaxy game. Um,
0: and Square Enix this year will have a presentation. Square Enix's presentation will actually follow Microsoft and Bethesda's. Their presentation will be on Sunday, June 13th, 12.15pm, it says here. We might do a reaction for that, who knows, because that is actually a big game now that I would be legitimately excited for. Because like for me, I'm kind of like the guy that doesn't really play a lot of Square Enix like, RPGs and stuff like that. So that would be something that would resonate with me. I, intellectual property that I care about the most that Square Enix has is Tomb Raider. But unfortunately, because uh, Crystal Dynamics is tied up in the game that I shall not mention, there's probably not going to be a Tomb Raider game announced like anytime soon, I don't think.
1: Well, Idos could do it.
0: Yeah, Idos d- Idos was the original I developer I of Tomb Raider. But still, like I I just I just can't see it happening cuz like Shadow of the Tomb Raider didn't really Pushed the needle for a lot of people. I enjoyed it. It wasn't as good as the other two Tomb Raider games and the Tomb Raider remi- remake trilogy, but it was still good. Like it, you know, it's, Tomb Raider is always good. But now I'm gonna pass it off to you guys because I assume you have way more stuff to talk about Square than I do. Oh.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I'm uh, after playing Dragon Quest for the first time. Uh, Jules let me Dragon Quest Eleven Definitive Edition. Uh, on the Nintendo Switch I played through that game thoroughly enjoyed it and I can I can definitely say that I'm excited to play a new Dragon Quest game uh and yeah. I hope something would be announced this year
2: Well that already got announced
1: Oh uh two weeks months? ago Oh shoot yeah. okay I've been under a Yeah rock. didn't you
2: see? Yeah no the the no, is I've, the... I've gone
1: I've gone dark for a lot of things oh, besides like, yeah, so like, things what you guys have told me so like that's me like legitimately oh, finding it I'll out bring about it
2: up this. here Here, I'll bring it up here. A couple weeks ago, when the Sega, the same day as the Sonic announcement, um, Dragon Quest, because it is a Dragon Quest anniversary year, they had their own presentation. They showed off Dragon Quest XII's logo and name. They didn't give a date. They didn't give any systems. But they made it sound like it's going to get overhauled and it's going to be the darkest one of the series. And they're going to change up the look and stuff. Um, So it looks like it's going to be like an edgy kind of... Dragon Quest, but they also announced a Dragon Quest three remake. Um, Dragon Quest three being the one that features Aerdrick; it's the most famous one. A remake in two, po- like the 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 HD two D style of Octopath Traveler.
0: Oh, that'd be really cool!
2: Yeah, they yeah, showed game like but it looks of, really like, cool. Of
0: either of those Dragon Quest games, that's probably the one we'll see. And like, yeah, who knows? That like we'll that see could see. be. They could even give a date for that potentially. Because it looked it looked very impressive. I was yeah. very impressed with that. Um, oh, yeah, well, here's like he's actually a very good segue. Speaking of HD two D games, when we didn't talk about it during our Nintendo predictions, but uh, Triangle Strategy or whatever the heck it's called, Project Triangle Strategy,
2: just <laughs> give us a new name. I just want a new name.
0: Watch it. Hey, they they just dropped the project with Octopath Tra- Project
2: Octopath Traveler. Octopath Traveler at least sounded somewhat compelling triangle strategy is like, it's so bad. Like, it's... That's really dumb. It's awful. Like, it's not not a good name. I agree with you. Completely agree with you, but I would not be surprised
0: if they kept it.
2: No. Oh, neither would I. No, there was a negative reaction to triangle strategy. I think people won't. I I don't think they'll keep it. um, Yeah,
0: so yeah, and I think that will probably get shown at both Square Enix event and the Nintendo Direct. But yeah, what about uh, Final... Final Fantasy. I heard that Um, there was a Final Fantasy like, uh, not Final Fantasy 16, but like there's like a side project or something that is rumored.
2: Yeah, so there there is so most likely I'm willing to predict that um, Final Fantasy 7 Remake is not getting anything. Like Intergrade comes out this Friday. Um, I can't see them showing anything to do with Final Fantasy 7 remake sequel. At the conference, although I will happily be it. wrong, I will yeah, I will happily be wrong. But the reason is because I envision that announcement coming next year because I still envision it. it's it probably won't come till twenty twenty three at the earliest. But that being said, there like other than Final Fantasy sixteen, the 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 rumored project is a game called Final Fantasy Origins, um, and it's supposed to essentially be a Dark Souls like game set in the Final Fantasy 1 universe. Yeah. So I would be very excited for that. I did read that it, it's aiming to be more casual than a Souls game, which I envision to be something like Fallen Order, where it's a little bit more forgiving. But what would be different, in my opinion, from Fallen Order, because one of the big complaints, me and Riley were, because Riley has been um, playing Demon Souls, and I've been watching him, and one of his big complaints about, Fallen Order when we were talking about Fallen Order was the lack of substantial boss battles. Yep. And I can see this game, Fallen Fantasy Origins, while it will likely be more casual, just like Fallen Order was, I can see it having the the same amount like of bosses that's typical of a Souls game because there's so many like can you imagine like fighting like Bahamut and like Behemoths?
3: Also, to Fallen Order's credit grandmaster wasn't all that casual
2: yeah but no but i mean the game itself is casual i'm not saying that okay. every aspect of it is casual i'm saying the game itself is a casual take on okay fair dark souls right like on the whole sure there's a hard mode but if you have the option for an easy mode it's a casual game but i i can't i personally don't think garland will be in it because i don't think it'll f- like my personal prediction about it is, I don't think it'll follow the storyline of of Final Fantasy One. I think they're just setting it in Final Fantasy One's world, um, and it'll probably be its own thing. But I could see Chaos showing up, which is like he's connected to Garland, right? Yeah, um, isn't he Garland? He is Garland. He is, and he isn't.
1: Yeah, there's some kind of like time travel thing up. happening in that game, if I remember correctly.
3: Good yeah, Final
1: Fantasy. Could...
2: Yeah, but I could see something like that and like just like it being very monster focused and like I think it could be really cool. Uh, and then the other Final Fantasy game, of course, that will likely get something shown is Final Fantasy 16 because when Final Fantasy Final Fantasy 16 was unveiled, um it did sound like it was pretty far into development and there's a chance that game comes out this year, if not this year for sure next year. So I can see there being something about Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, and like um, and like at the conference as well. I I
0: feel that er like especially with Final Fantasy 7 remake like part 2 or Final Fantasy 16. Like even though Sony isn't going to be part of E3, they're probably going to have an event at some point this year, like a bigger like state of play or uh like a similar showcase like they had last year when they unveiled like all those PS5 games. For sure those games like at least final Fantasy Sixteen, I think would be if not at Squares conference, it would be in that conference, and even Final Fantasy Seven remake, maybe it's too early to show now, but in a few months, maybe like Sony is gonna be the ones to sh- debut that game 'cause like they they like they were the ones that yeah. like reannounced Final Fantasy Seven remake after that super long like stretch of time or that past that like between its initial reveal and the, the PlayStation reveal so maybe like they have some sort of agreement that they'll show Final Fantasy 7 Remake 2 there.
1: Did um did the Yuffie DLC come out already or is that So still it's a DLC.
2: Point? So that's Intergrade. That's coming out Friday and it's not DLC, it's only on PS5. Um so that's coming out Friday and that's why I think like there's no way Final Fantasy 7 Remake sequel is getting shown this year. Like I genuinely believe it will not be shown at E3. I Personally, don't even think it will be shown this year. I think it's way too early. And it's the kind of game that we know it's coming. So they don't yeah. really need to announce it three years before it comes out. Like we know it's yeah. coming. So I just like we know this is what we know from from Square right now. They're working on Final Fantasy 16 right now. We know Final Fantasy 7 remake is coming some point in the future, and we know for a fact This is a fact, unless they've changed plans since since it was said, but Nomura basically said next year is Kingdom Hearts' um, anniversary. I believe it's the 20th anniversary next year. And he said, expect a major Kingdom Hearts announcement for its anniversary year. So there's not going to be a game next year, but there's going to be an announcement. So most likely, whatever the sequel to Kingdom Hearts 3, whether it be Kingdom Hearts 4 or whatever they're going to call it, the next major Kingdom Hearts game is probably going to get announced next year. Um, so I can see the focus being like this year, the focus is Final Fantasy 16. Next year, the focus is Kingdom Hearts. And the following year, the, the focus is Final Fantasy 7 Remake sequel. That's the way I can envision it happening.
1: And that, would, and that would give them enough time to like figure out the PlayStation 5 and what it can do. Honestly, la- the later that game comes out in this generation, just the better
0: quality it'll be. Yeah, Jules, yeah, I was exactly. going to actually ask you about Kingdom Hearts, but I guess that kind of answers that. But uh, yep. I mean, <laughs> there might be
2: a minor announcement, but it does sound like after Melody of Memory, Nomura did suggest like there's not really much left. But speaking of Kingdom Hearts, we should at some point have a Kingdom Hearts episode because just to let y'all know, Kingdom Hearts key finally ended. And the ending was even more Kingdom Hearts than anything Kingdom Hearts I've ever read. Well, how much heart that bullshit are we talking here? On a scale of it's, one to ten, this is supreme heart bullshit. Like this is beyond heart. Like I will. It was, this I, is, is the biggest heart things. bullshit we've ever seen? I can't wait. This is quite heart bullshit. But wait, I. Will, is this
3: what you were talking about yesterday while we were
1: playing Demon Souls?
2: This was what I was talking about and yesterday. I, I think I had. An I cannot wait for you to explain to that to me.
1: Oh, we gotta bring. We, I think we have to. We have to. We no. We need to explain that to someone who's never like Mateo. You at least know like a morsel of like the Kingdom Hearts bullshit that that <laughs> happens, right? We've been talking about this. I think, um, Robin, if you're listening, you're coming into that one. We're bringing you in. Yeah, we're
2: bringing you in. <laughs> if you
1: if you're listening to this, you're bringing it in. This is your formal invitation. Sorry, not Adrian invitation. Well. We are for... mm, I don't want to confuse Adriano. I wouldn't do that to him. Robin, on the other hand, different story. We can confuse Robin. So the one that I'm actually looking forward
3: to, I recently just, I, I know I'm really behind on this, on this train, but I recently started playing the Hitman games and I'm so impressed by what Io's done. When I hear about that rumor that they're making a James Bond game, oh, I get Oh, I completely very, very forgot about,
0: about, that, about that, even though we talked about it the other day. Oh, God, that is hype. Yeah,
3: I really hope that, mm-hmm. yeah, if that's true, I, I think it, it is it, true, right? It's yeah, been think confirmed so. they are working on one. Okay, mm-hmm. then I would love to see some of that. Because I, I hadn't played a Hitman game since Blood Money back in I back during PS2, three uh, original Xbox era. And having played started playing the first of the iOS take on it, It's they're, they're fantastic games. And I mm-hmm. can't wait to see more from sure. that studio. Like I think they could do so much with that bond. Yeah, license. there hasn't,
0: there hasn't really a cool. license. To there hasn't really email. been
3: a, there hasn't been a really good <laughs> James Bond game
0: in a long time.
3: What was it? From Russia with Love was I, the last. Yeah, good I, I bond think game. I would
0: agree with you on that. Um, but yeah, uh, so if that's it for Square, let's move on to. Uh, I don't see there much being much announced here, but like we can talk about it if you guys want. But a uh, company that's actually recently pulled out of E3 even though they were originally announced with uh, the slew of other companies but Konami uh, do you guys realistically see anything being announced by Konami?
2: No, I don't see anything being announced but I (laughs) will share an amazing idea that Riley came up with yesterday or he came up with it before but like he we were talking about yesterday which is they gotta make a Castlevania game that's like a Souls game
1: Oh, that would be sick. That I agree, that sick. actually would
0: be amazing.
3: Or they're just going to announce that Microsoft I bought think, them. I, honestly, I think so many games could benefit from a Souls, Souls game, but, or so many series could do well with the Souls formula.
2: Yeah, like a modern... Yeah, I agree. They could even make it a hybrid. Like, you haven't played Darksiders 3, Riley, but Darksiders 3 is almost like a nice little hybrid between, like, like a 3D Metroidvania and a Souls. Like there's a little bit of puzzle platforming, kinda like um I think like I dungeon have it item and kind of thing. But it's, and the it's core not gameplay difficult. Yeah, but the core gameplay is very much so like souls like. And that could that could work well for uh yeah. Castlevania for sure.
3: So do you recommend it? Because I, I'm gonna be honest. I like two, but I was kind of turned off by how much Luther was. Because I don't really like. You'll
2: like three because games. it's really like a Souls right. game. But just be aware, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like a budget cool. Souls game. But you'll like it. I, I actually, I would argue that three is arguably the best one. Three is actually really good.
1: I, I, okay. I thoroughly enjoy three. Even you though two was more like, so one was like Zelda, two was like Skyrim. Three I don't know if it like was Dark like Souls.
3: Skyrim. Two felt like it was honestly, more of a
1: loot-based one, right? And
3: it was yeah, a giant it felt more world. like a Diablo, like a Diablo, but made into. Uh, with, uh, with I God feel like that, we're so. done talking
2: about Konami. Why don't we just segue this into THQ Nordic?
3: Hey, exactly. Hey.
1: Dark Siders Four.
3: Hey, I know it's Darksiders not going to happen, <laughs> but I still have that wish for that Konami does the MGS One remake in the uh, the Fox Engine. It's the dream. I mean, I wouldn't would cool. want Konami
2: to do it with Kojima, personally, but um. THQ Nordic. Hey. We got Darksiders Genesis. We need that Darksiders 4. That we still need to finish game. Darksiders Genesis, but I... You got to, like, what, level 3? Something like that. But at least... case, okay, so they they finished... Now they've done one with all four horsemen, so why don't they finally release the, the game that you play as all of them? That's what I, I don't want. Know.
3: I still have dibs on Death when that comes out. You don't even like Death's game. No, I said I really like Death's game. I didn't like how much loot there was.
2: Yeah, there was a lot of loot. There was. Well you I must collect all of it. I'm dibs on uh I'm going to What Strife.
1: else did THQ Nordic do?
2: Um they don't have much else. They have like destroy all humans and like
0: Yeah. SpongeBob SquarePants, Battle for Bikini Bottom. They made that They, right.
2: they need to do the Spongebob eh. movie game. Yeah, I do want SpongeBob the movie game rehydrated.
0: Um Yeah.
1: That's uh that's a shout out for Sarah. Yep. I know she mentioned that think
0: so uh bandai namco is the next one i got here bandai namco uh obviously owns riley's favorite uh developer um from software or i don't
3: know if they're my favorite Uh, and they also
0: just quickly because i feel like these would probably be throwaway ones that are like obviously going to be there that probably no one will talk about two two small little pieces here before i think we'll talk about the big topic with bandai namco uh, Scarlet Nexus, which was debuted by Microsoft in, I want to say, one of their Xbox Series X showcases or something like that, but it was debuted on using Xbox hardware. Um, that'll probably be shown in the Microsoft conference, I would think, and probably... They haven't announced it yet, but I think that'll be like a Day 1 Game Pass type game. Um, and then also Tales of Arise. But no, that Tales of Arise will probably get shown at some point, but like...
2: It'll get shown, but screw that game. Why? I was so hyped for that game. Like, I've been hyped because I've been playing the Tales games. I was so excited because my roommate and I have been playing through them. And then they dropped the bomb that this will be the first Tales game to not have multiplayer. It's purely single player. And I've lost all interest in that game. I'm like, "Ah." I understand the reasoning behind it. Like, they gave a good reason, but I still just... eh.
0: Well, anyways, Riley, so, uh, I will let you take the, the reins for the next topic here for, uh, I would think, your most anticipated so, game, or one of them, at least.
3: Uh, yeah, other than Halo Infinite, mm-hmm. my most anticipated game of the year, or probably not this year since we don't fucking know if it's... I, I, think, I think we all know it's still coming at some point, but no one knows when, but Elden Ring I really want to be shown, mm-hmm. like, desperately. Like many other Souls fans, they uh, like it's. There's been a bit of a drought of news um, about that for a while now.
1: No one rally In true George R. R. Martin fashion, he's going to make you wait for it for a really I don't long know about year. that. Uh, it's true. He's got to finish writing the dang book. No, I think it's, I'd rather him work on Elden
3: Ring than the books at this point. I can wait. I can wait for Winter, winter for more years. <laughs> well, than I can wait for. Let me put it this Elden way, Ring guys. This I'm
0: not going to tell you where or when, but I think you're going to be seeing Elden Ring this year. So, keep your eyes peeled. I'm not going to say where it is, but I think you'll be very happy that uh, you'll be hearing it very, very soon.
2: I, I will say, Riley, I understand that you are in drought for news for this game, but there's a Bandai Namco game that I have been waiting for that has gone through a longer drought than I know where this is than going. yours. Go Digimon on. Survive needs to be reannounced and released this year. It's been delayed multiple times, and that game looks phenomenal. It looks amazing. It looks incredible. And I want that game so bad. So Bandai Namco better show it this year. It better be coming out 2021. I don't know if you guys have seen anything of it, but it's essentially it's Fire Emblem set in the Digimon world with the same art style as Dragon Ball Fighter Z and then there's also like an incredibly like like Toy Story 3 level story being written where like your actions are going to like directly cause like um like like dire consequences in the digital world and like the the characters and like yeah it looks it looks incredible it it honestly looks like amazing it it's going to be incredible and i am very excited for this game
0: uh, If no one else has anything to add to bandai namco uh, we will do actually we'll do the the final like smaller company and then we'll end off with the what I assume we'll have the lar- the largest one that we're going to talk about and the last small smaller company is going to be Warner Bros Interactive who is slated to have an event sometime on the Sunday as well June thir or June thirteenth um, and now Warner Bros Interactive. Uh, the thing is with them or Warner Bros. Game Studios, I, forgot, I honestly forgot what they call themselves, but, anyways,
1: WB Games.
0: They're obviously, I, I think they're they're gonna they're the ones publishing uh, Back for Blood, which is like that spiritual successor to Left for Dead, so I think we'll see that for sure in their event, and because that game was I think announced at the Game Awards, so I feel like you know it's a few months have passed. And that game could come out sooner rather than later. But uh, the main games I feel like we're probably all thinking about right now, not to diminish uh, Back for Blood, are the DC games that they were announced at DC Fandom last year, which are um, Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. And Gotham uh Gotham Knights.
1: Oh I sorry Matthew. I do want to plug the, the podcast we did about this one uh just because I think that was like what episode which episode was the where we talked about those the, announcements? Or, for...
0: The DC games I think was episode three, so I will put that in a card in the top right corner of the screen right now. Yeah, check that video out. But um yeah. Uh and then there's another like and there's another hypothetical DC game we'll talk about after the ones that have been announced, but or, not DC game, a Warner Bros. made game. Because uh, we don't know if it will be a DC game. I'm hoping it will be, but anyways. Uh, Gotham Knights, I feel like, will, ha- will probably be here first and foremost. More than Suicide Squad. But the thing that confused me is that, like, Warner Bros. is having this event. But, DC Fandom got announced for October. And, like, I don't know, like are they going to really... like? Which show are they gonna like reveal their hand in? Because they could give us like a, a huge update to Gotham Knights now, and then maybe like have a minor thing where they show like and like a different playable character or something in DC Fandom. Like they give like a it's like a extra like even finer look at something, or they do that they just don't show Gotham Knights or uh, any DC game here and just push those in fandom. Because, like, Warner Bros. also has, like, um, you know, there's the Mad Max IP, they have Traveler's Tales, so, like, they'll probably show, yeah, the Harry Potter game, they'll probably show the LEGO Star Wars the Skywalker saga, which, like, that game, I'm surprised how long they're taking to develop that game, in all honesty, because, like, normally LEGO games are cranked out, like, every year. So this one's having an abnormally long development cycle, which honestly isn't a bad thing. The
2: Lego games
1: are honestly great.
2: Well, it's because they need to include all the Jedi and all the Sith.
1: Ah, yes, those two characters. But
0: But what do you guys Um, think about the DC games?
2: I think Suicide Squad will not be there. I think that Gotham Knights will. I think they'll just show another trailer of Gotham Knights. They'll maybe even announce it's release window which i think mm-hmm. will be early next year and then they'll show off another trailer for gotham knights at dc fandom um and then i think suicide squad won't be shown till dc yeah, fandom
0: that game is still um, next year right
2: that being said i do think there will be some superheroes there yeah um, for so, Warner bros interactive yeah and, like this is the, and the,
0: the hypothetical like rumored game here here's another uh Uh, In the top right of the corner, here's another card to a link to our, I think it was episode 14, where we did, uh, what the heck is NetherRealm Studios doing? (laughs) So, (laughs) uh, like I said, not to, like, rehash our entire episode, but, like, once again, I really hope it's Injustice 3, but I've kind of, like, I've come to terms with the fact that, like, Marvel, unfortunately, is dominating DC in movies, and now they're gonna, they're gonna take our games too now, so.
2: It's a Marvel fighting game. The X-Men versus yeah. Avengers X-Men versus fighting Avengers. game I want to see.
0: Yeah, I'm actually going
1: to end I'm I I want to I want to cut this one here. If you're really interested in hearing what like our full thoughts on this topic do uh do click on the link and give uh that episode a listen cuz we do go into uh into detail about what we expect or what we hope. Yeah. This uh this next NetherRealm <laughs> Studios game will be.
2: Then there's one other thing I think we have to mention before we go into to the last one. Mateo, which is, are we gonna see any Kojima at this? I uh, think you're gonna see Kojima. I think we're gonna see some think, Death Stranding too. Some I, weird robot, I think Kojima, baby things.
0: Uh, like Gino said in the Microsoft predictions, I I think the I think Kojima could appear in the, the Microsoft uh, conference. If not, he's gonna just chill with his best friend Jeff Keighley and reveal, reveal his project in the summer games. Uh, the summer his summer game show. Those would be the two places I think uh, Kojima would appear. Now we will get into the final third party that we will be talking about today and the one that I have the most stuff written down on, So, and that is uh, Ubisoft. Ubisoft's conference is actually going to be kicking off the the formal E3 festivities this year. The Ubisoft Forward is going to be on Saturday, June 12th at noon, 12 o'clock, noon Pacific. probably will be doing a, a live at least I will be on for a live stream for that because there's actually a few games that I'm really interested about seeing and I think will actually be announced. Um first of all, we didn't really talk about it in our Nintendo uh Nintendo predictions, but um Mario and Rabbids uh was Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle was shown in E3 uh, E three two thousand seventeen actually debuted in the Ubisoft conference, not the Nintendo Direct. So I think we will get a sequel to Mario and Rabbids announced and actually released. I think it'll come out this year. That game was really cool. such a like such a surprise because that game had so much negativity and like people were were complaining about it and saying all oh, how dumb the idea is and then the game came out and it proved everyone wrong. Like, Davide Soliani, the guy, the, the director of that game, like, he put his heart and soul into that, and he mentioned in interviews and stuff, like, how crushing that was hearing all these people complain about their game, and no one's seen it or played it. And then when the game was debuted and Miyamoto was praising this game, like, you, there was a, actually, like, I saw the, the, the... I rewatched that announcement recently, and, like, they the camera panned to him in the audience, and he was, like, crying... He was so happy and like it, it was he was so moved by the fact that like his idol was praising his game and like that game deserves every single piece of uh, of credit and praise that it's received it is honestly a fantastic game even and the donkey kong dlc 2 no so
2: i'm gonna yep. can i throw something out there mario and rabbits kingdom battle sequel but it's not mario and rabbits Zelda and Rabbids for Zelda's oh 35th God. anniversary.
0: Yes,
2: they they don't just continue with Mario; they start doing other Nintendo properties.
0: That I I be all in. I be all for that. Honestly, like as long as they're making games, I will buy them because Mario and Rabbids was that good. Even if it's just Rabbids, in all honesty, like I would probably buy that.
2: Rabbids just dressing up yeah. as Zelda but, characters. Um,
1: hey, it's the 35th anniversary yeah, of Zelda. The, it could happen. <laughs> that very well could but, happen, um, and you think Grant Kirkhope would be back for the score?
0: I hope so, Grant. That's what I wanted to say last little bit there.
2: And they can no would be awesome if they did it. They can they could bring back the the tune aesthetic for for that. Like mm-hmm. they could have it be like tune Lincoln, Toon Zelda, tune game. Yeah, and so. um,
0: anything if it means me, list being able to listen to another Grant Kirkhope score by all means. I asked Grant Kirkhope I, at PAX two thousand fifteen. We, I got my Banjo-Kazooie and banjo Tui autographed by him, and I asked him, I said, if you could score any video game series, what would it be? And he said, Mario. And a little piece of me think at th- thought at that time, maybe that was like 2015, maybe he had started his compositions for Mario and Rabbids, because the game came out two years later. Maybe he knew that, and he was giving me a little piece of news that I'd never talked about to anybody. <laughs> That's like the weird like scenario I put through my head, like Gino and the claw shot. But uh Yep.
2: But uh Can I share an Ubisoft prediction? Well it's not really a prediction so much as a most likely is happening at some point, but um like obviously Assassin's Creed will probably show up. Um and the rumor is that the next game will be returning to its roots and will be set during the third crusade. Um so I'd like to see that game announced, maybe not shown off, but just announced, maybe with a cinematic. Yeah. Because I don't think it's coming this year. I I do think that game will come next year. I think that we're at the point, like Assassin's Creed goes in phases, right? Like they usually like build an engine and then build a bunch of games within that engine, and then the next set of games uses a new engine. And we've seen that happen a few times. So we had like during the, um during the 360 era, you had like everything that was built off the Assassin's Creed two engine, which was kind of the engine till Assassin's Creed three. And then Assassin's Creed three, uh, three's engine having for quite a few games. And then you had unity's engine and then you just had origins engine. So I think we're at the natural point where this next mm-hmm. game is going to be a new engine. So we're going to have a couple years between the games so they, they can build that engine. Um, and especially cause we're on new hardware now. Um, but I'd like to see that. I also think because Ubisoft is like, even though they're at E3, they're also kind of doing their own thing, right? Like it's their own kind of like digital stream, which is part of both the summer games and, um, and E3, I could see them even touching upon not just the games, but the whole multimedia franchise of Assassin's Creed. Like I could see them touching upon the Netflix shows And, like, being, like, the the next arc of Assassin's Creed is going to tie directly into, like, these shows that are going to be popping up and, like, approaching that. like,
0: Assassin's Creed um, is, like, the thing I'm most looking forward to because, like, my fandom for the Assassin's Creed series has, like, it's varied throughout the years. Like, I hopped in, like, you introduced us to the series, jewels like, with Assassin's Creed 2, and I've played every single game. I've played every game in the series, except for Assassin's Creed 1, which I will probably never play. But, um, like, basically, after the Ezio games, like, I wasn't the biggest fan of Assassin's Creed 3, but I absolutely loved Assassin's Creed 4. But basically, between 4 and uh, Origins, with the exception of Assassin's Creed Syndicate, I did like Assassin's Creed Syndicate, I basically, like, zoned out when I played those games. I did not enjoy them nearly as much as I i wanted to but since assassin's creed origins which could still could now be my favorite game in the series i really enjoyed odyssey for all its flaws i just beat assassin's creed valhalla a few months ago and i thoroughly enjoyed that game and i'm so excited for the direction the direction that the series is taking hopefully in the present day storyline it's so interesting what they could be doing and especially now in the, if they go take the past storyline back to around the same era as the original Assassin's Creed, that's really exciting for me. And I just, like, especially now, like, because they're definitely, like, they used to do, like, a game every year for the longest time, and then they started taking years off. And I think that extra year that they take off between releases, it really helps the game's uh on a from like a polished standpoint because a lot of those games that came out on the Xbox 1 PS4 era were famously very buggy and glitchy and they re- Ubisoft really needed that extra time to make the game right and even though Assassin's Creed Valhalla in the newest trilogy had bugs I was willing to give him a bit of a, a slide on that because it was a transitionary game and I did play it on next gen hardware but if the next games like that then there's going to be a lot of I'm going to be asking a lot of questions about Ubisoft for them they've earned they've earned my my respect the series has earned my respect again which is the main thing I wanted to say and I'm really looking forward to the Assassin's Creed whatever is announced I'm uh I'm quite excited
1: to see where Assassin's Creed's going to go also especially with the return to um like the Middle East um uh back, and especially during the, the Crusader eras and stuff, just because, like, I find that's like just a really interesting time period, and that's something that always helps too, right?
0: I think you would really like Valhalla. Like, I honestly would recommend Assassin's Creed Valhalla to, to anyone who's interested in it. It's a really good game.
1: Yeah, I want to go back to it, but I want to finish Odyssey, but I just cannot play Odyssey because it's because the game does not respect the player's time, because they want you to buy all of those microtransactions and the time savers. I don't like
0: that. Yeah. The it's Odyssey's very grindy in parts. Yeah. But the one thing I I really noticed when I played Assassin's Creed Valhalla is that at no point was I under-leveled. I the only time I had to grind in the game was post-game. And I I completely understand that.
1: And I hope that they take I hope yeah, I hope that they take yeah. that kind of like grindy bit and all that stuff out of any new games because that's honestly like that's where I am with the series, and I hope I hope that these new ones don't have that.
2: How about the Star Wars, the open world Star Wars game? I, Do you think it's going to pop up? I want to
0: say no, to be honest with you. I just don't think we've had enough time. Ubisoft's had enough time to, like, I don't think they'll have anything to show. To be honest with you, like, I just it's too soon. I feel maybe a trailer or a teaser,
2: not even like a concept, not even like, yeah, like uh, a concept uh, like a trailer. Star Wars games, you know, cinematic.
0: Is, Star Wars games, like, maybe look it we'll, at with. Look at Battlefront. Like when the level? original Battle, like the the Battlefront reboot came out, they had absolutely nothing to show, but they still showed concept art. So, like, I feel if anything, they'll do like the type of thing where, like, there's a developer interview, and then they take there's like a blurry picture of like concept art behind them, and they just explain what they're going to want to do with the game. I think I think that is what I would expect. Yeah. Um. But something I do think will be there. Okay. Uh, we talked about like re-reveals earlier in the show, but I feel like Prince of Persia Sands of Time Remake is going to be re-revealed in this Ubisoft Forward.
2: Mm. I thought you were going to say th- something else. What do you think I was going to say? But, I thought oh, you going to say Skull I'm and Bones. About, I'll like, talk sorry, about that like, a little later, just back.
0: as a joke. Uh, but uh, Prince of Persia Sands of Time is the only Prince of Persia game that I've played, and Gino and I Really love that game. Uh, we played it on GameCube. Adriano actually introduced us to the, the to that game. It's it's fantastic. And you know when they announced the remake, I was really excited. But like, and I it's like with Halo Infinite. Like I didn't find the game looked that bad. I know and people had problems with the the art style and the motion capture and stuff like that. I didn't have an issue with that. Honestly, like I really enjoyed this game. And you know it it's kind of true to the. Like, the art style isn't hyper-realistic, and it's it's still very true to the, the era, like, it, when it came out, like, in 2002 or 2003, whenever Sands of Time originally came out. It's just, you know, and that game wasn't going to be a full-priced game either, which I understood was probably, like, contributed to the a lot of the issues people had with it, and Ubisoft decided to delay it, and then they delayed it again, but they didn't assign a new release date this time. It's, it was just delayed indefinitely. So, I feel like now it's been a you know it's been a fair amount of time since the initial delay, because this game was supposed to come out in January at first. Uh, you know, six months or so have passed. I feel like that's probably an acceptable amount of time to just show us some things they've improved. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to that. Like Prince of Persia was a very big series for Ubisoft for a very long time and Assassin's Creed. Kind of took its place because like Assassin's Creed was actually, I think, originally a, planned to be a Prince of Persia spin off. But um, Assassin's Creed's kind of taken the limelight from Prince of Persia because that cool. was that Prince of Persia and Rayman were like the temple and like and uh, uh, Splinter Cell were Tom Clancy or not Tom Clancy. Uh, so Prince of Persia, Rayman, and Splinter Cell were like Ubisoft's temple franchises for a long time and they're kind of like not like they're they're not even acknowledged, hardly acknowledged by the company anymore because other things have taken their place.
3: I mean, but, Splinter um, Cell's like recently been acknowledged via yeah Six Siege in that they made yeah, Sam like, Fisher it's a like, playable character, it's,
0: but it's not like the, the the OG Splinter Cell that like a lot of people really want Ubisoft to go back to, but they just won't. You and with like Rayman, Ubisoft yeah they made Rayman Origins, Rayman Legends, but they're still doing stuff with the Rabbids and the Rabbids have kind of like replaced Rayman. Right.
2: I have a prediction. One of our dear friends, if he's listening, will be happy that I made this prediction, but I'm going to go on a limb and say they're going to announce for honor. two. Yako's favorite game. That game has a decent following and it's like, I could see it getting a full blown sequel.
3: I see the problem with it is though. I I think it's, it's sort of the same thing that with Siege, where they're not going to do a sequel because they just use it as a platform for yeah. continuing to add content. They might do like a standalone um, single-player expansion to, as a sequel to the, to the story, but I can't see them I, doing a full-on new game.
2: Well, I the reason I'm thinking a new game is because we're now transitioning into next-gen, so I could see them using that as an excuse um, to like create a new like, a new version, like, not necessarily that it's going to be For Honor 2, but it's going to be the, like, kind of like what they're talking about, like, Blizzard doing with Overwatch 2, where it's, like, the same game, but it's, like, overhauled to the point where, like, it's the the new version of it, so, like, it will shift it a little, and I feel like For Honor, the difference between For Honor and Siege is that Siege is fairly well received, whereas For Honor, I feel like... While it has its following, like it could use some rebranding and a refresher, and I think announcing like a sequel level kind of like change to it uh, for the next gen systems could be something to bring people back in. The
0: the biggest thing I think that they you could know? do is just like add another like class of of like fighter.
3: They added uh, they added a faction yeah. based on Chinese. I stuff. think
0: that they could go. They need barbarians. Yeah, that's what I was honestly thinking. I feel Barbarians could be too close to Vikings.
3: Are you talking mm. like Gallic Barbarians, like during the Roman times? Yeah. Like Celts or, or... Franks.
0: They could add, like, even like Spartans would be cool. Or, or Gladiators or something like that.
3: They already have a Gladiator class.
0: That's that's so much I know about or For or Honor. I played Liar that game twice gladiator. and Yako really wanted me to get into it. I'm just like, I, I can't do it. It just, it just doesn't, doesn't, doesn't do anything for me. But you know what does do something for me. Siege. Uh, I'll let you talk about Siege a little later if you want. But uh, I was going to talk about South Park games. <laughs> okay. I love. I love. Oh yeah. I can't see. I,
2: I can't see. I it might
0: be a little. It still might be a little too early. But like, I feel like they have to do another one. Both games are fantastic.
2: Like I don't know. Like I agree with you. I just those games. It's co- it's not about Ubisoft, it's completely yeah. about Matt Stone and Trey Parker. And they were very clear after Stick of Truth, like we're like this is the only one we're doing. And then they did make a sequel, but it was because they were like we had a lot of ideas for Stick of Truth and we decided to like make another one because we did want to just thing, like though. get all those this... ideas out. I just but, can't you know, this envision is the reason them why doing why another like, one.
0: I, I agree with you, but this is the reason why I kinda like changed my tune about it. It's because there hasn't there was no new season of South Park this year we had just two, like, one-hour special, like, not even one-hour special episodes. And, like, maybe they had an idea or something and for a game. And, like, those games, like, they, they animate the games and stuff still with the South Park, like, the TV show engine and stuff like that. So, like, it, once they get their idea and their combat system or whatever solved, it's pretty self... Like, it's pretty straightforward from... That point onwards, and I, I, I really think they'd be able to crank a game out relatively quickly after an announcement. So, like, I, th- I'm willing to, like, I, I think I'm willing to say, like, it's not. A, I wouldn't say it's impossible, but it's, it's, it's borderline between like a dream sort of announcement I would want and something I could really see happening.
2: The last I'll say about it is the the only other reason I wouldn't want it to happen is because. The first game was such a celebration of the whole series and they packed in so much from the whole series in that. And then the second game was like okay, everything they didn't touch on plus all the new stuff since then they packed into that game. I just can't see a third game having the same appeal because what are they going to do? Like they've they've already like encompassed the entire series through those two games. It's like they don't have enough Callbacks now, unless they're just going to reuse what, similar things, right?
1: They didn't do Imagination Land.
2: That—that's probably like what they could
0: do is add a little taggerty. I think that's what they could do. Oh, Give it some yeah. Tegarty. Yeah, add a little tegarty? Uh A lot has changed in South Park. Honestly, like the 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 status quo of the show has changed a lot in the last two seasons. Like since fractured butthole, yeah, and you know. And it'll probably be another years at if the show if the game gets announced this year it'll be another year before it comes out probably so that'll be like basically three seasons worth of material that they could they could add into the show into the game so but um Riley did you actually want to talk about uh, anyway siege or yeah. any uh, Tom Clancy game
3: well re- I think it was just uh maybe yesterday they announced that. Um... Quarantine is having its title officially changed yeah. <laughs> to Extraction. Oh really? Oh really? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that, that's probably for the best. And I am uh, I'm hoping we'll see more of that. I mean, that's really the only thing that I maybe some more some more stuff about Siege, they'll show like maybe a new character. But I don't know when the I I being honest, I haven't played mm-hmm. for the last couple seasons. And just but uh, I'm not sure when the new season will line up with like maybe they'll show off a new character yeah, for Siege. Yeah. Um but... They usually often just... I have,
0: like, I wanted to just... There's two games I wanted to talk about later, like, at the end of the Ubisoft prediction, and one of them was Skull and Bones. But, um, uh, just quickly, I think there was a Far Cry 6, like, something to do with Far Cry 6. I don't know if it happened already, or it's going to happen soon, but, um, Far Far Cry... Regardless, Far Cry 6 probably will be there. Because uh, that was that was like the big game they announced yeah. during their Ubisoft Forward earlier in the year or late last year. But yep. um, the I I kind of like I said earlier, like with Rayman, I really want them to make another two D Rayman game, but I don't know.
2: It's Maybe I it's come to mobile. I don't know at this point.
1: They did mention that they want to do a lot more mobile. Yeah, stuff well, Ubisoft
0: and, and uh, Ubisoft is borderline like ea activision level with microtransactions sometimes and like i i see why they would do that but uh but anyways skull and bones just quickly that game was shown off i want to say like five years ago it was like it's a pirate ship like battle simulation game and i just remember at the time when that game was announced people were like The ship combat's the thing people like the least about, like, the Assassin's Creed era, or the Assassin's Creed games of that time. And now they're making a whole game about it. I, hot take, I think that game, a lot of people are hopeful that game is going to be going to be, like, re-revealed. I think that game is done. It's cancelled. They're not even going to talk about it. Like, it's just, they have swept it under the rug. You'll never hear about it again. It's dead in the water. Hey! (laughs) Um, I don't know if you guys feel differently about that, but, um... What a shame. Uh, the last game, if no one else wants to add anything to Ubisoft, is just a simple yes or no, like we have with our Nintendo podcast, will Beyond Good and Evil 2 uh, be shown. Because I think it's been two two years since we had the last, uh, like the, like the re-reveal of that game. And, you know, it's it to me, it's kind of like a, a, like a Bethesda-type deal when it was announced. Like, it was announced knowing dang well that that was going to be shown and then like, that game wasn't going to come out in that generation it was going to be a next generation title now that we're in the next generation of games i think it wouldn't be unfair to assume that game could be shown off this year probably coming like not coming out this year obviously once again like we say that all the time with a lot of these games but maybe next year or the year after like it I, it I think it would be it would be it's about time it feels right i actually have to get i have to, i i really want to play beyond good and evil one i have it on xbox i have like the 360 uh port of it i got it through games of gold a while back and always been like it's been recommended to me by a lot of people it's just something i've never really uh had the chance and the time to play because like there's just always something to play but i If that game gets shown this year, that might be. I might have to raise it out of my backlog. It'll. It'll be. uh, I'll. I'll prioritize it probably. But um, does anyone uh, have anything to add about Beyond Good and Evil Two or Ubisoft? Before we close out, I think
1: that's it. Yeah, I think I think that's it. I'm I'm
0: satisfied. Then, if that's the case, uh, thank you all for listening to our final E3 predictions video. If you like uh, what you've heard, please give us a like and subscribe to our channel. Uh, We offer the podcast also on Spotify, so if you're out on the go, you could uh, have a little hub world uh, when you're out and about on Spotify. Um, uh, So just one other reminder, we will be live streaming our reactions with E3 starting on Saturday with Ubisoft, and we will do all the other major conferences And uh, we'll also be providing breakdowns for some of the conferences as well. So uh, be aware we're doing that. Keep uh, keep uh, keep us in your feed. Uh, Ring the hit the notification bell to know when we upload. And also um, we will be providing a E3 reaction episode or E3. uh, Actually, you know what? I think we should we should title it like E3 Awards or something like that. Like that will be our. uh, Yeah, Recap Awards, or something like that. Recap. But uh, I I like that idea, Um, regardless. But uh, anyways, everyone, um, thanks for listening once again. If you're a Gino fan, just neglect everything I said before that, because uh, we don't like Gino around these parts. No offense, Gino. Hey, um... Hey, I know (laughs)
1: that you're not talking about me. You're talking about that irrelevant puppet.
0: (laughs) But anyways, guys, uh, once again, thanks for listening. Uh, See you next time. Ubisoft on Saturday.